All right, so uh, here is another very common, very prominent in modern society um, mistranslation found within the King James Version of the Bible, which is the most common, uh, most popular, uh, most widely sold version of the Bible. There's over 5,000, or sorry, 5 billion copies sold. And so uh, <clears throat> here is the mistranslation. Uh, this is Romans 10.4, uh, and many other versions of the Bible also have this mistranslated. It is shocking uh, how many of them get this wrong. And so Romans 10.4, King James, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. All right, so this is a gross translation because, uh, and we can we can sort this out real quick here in Luke eighteen eighteen King James version, uh, same version of the Bible. Jesus references the law himself as a way to inherit eternal life. A certain ruler asked him, saying, "Good master, what shall we do? What shall I do to inherit eternal life?" And Jesus said unto him. Why callest thou me good? None is good save one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and their mother, and thy mother. Right? And so, if Christ ended the law, obviously he would not be referencing it as a way to inherit eternal life the kingdom of heaven, a relationship with God, etc. So right there, we can tell it's a mistranslation. But I will uh, be providing a few more verses to sort of re reinforce the uh, argument. Right? And so Christ would not reference the law as a way to inherit eternal life if he ended it. Thus, we find uh, any verse that seems to be stating uh, that Christ ended the law to be obviously inaccurate and a gross mistranslation. Uh, now, briefly, I want to state that Christ did edit the law by placing his two commandments above the Ten Commandments. However, he did not end the law of righteousness, as we just saw. And uh, here is another verse to sort of reinforce uh, uh, Matthew five seventeen King James Version again. This is Jesus Christ saying, Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. So fulfill means to complete. It means Christ is the completion of the law, right? Before, with just the Old Testament, it was just a little too wrathful, right? Now Christ comes on the scene, adds all that love, right? And it becomes this marvelous, full, fulfilled, complete covenant designed by God himself, right? Uh, and so uh, here's one more verse, right? This is Luke 5.14, and Christ in this verse is instructing another person to obey the law, right? Uh Luke 5.15, King James Version. Again, go show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Right? So he's saying according as Moses commanded. Right? Moses is an Old Testament prophet right? who, who 
brought the law to the people, right? Luke 18, 18, he's saying, obey the law, right? Follow the Ten Commandments, right? That's why he's referencing them. So now we have seen the Messiah himself tell people to obey both the Ten Commandments and the law contained within the Old Testament. Meaning that uh, Christians, as Christians, we follow 100% of the entire Bible as the Messiah instructs, as God instructed, right? God is not... Uh, God did not write half of the Bible in air, right? God is not human that he should err. Now, what was happening in the times of Christ was that the Pharisees were overemphasizing finance and enforcing a mercilessly strict adherence to the law, which called Jesus Christ to come and place the emphasis of the Christian faith, our faith, on loving God and loving each other. So here is the accurate version of Romans 10.4, Disciples of Christ version. For Christ is the fulfillment of the law of righteousness for everyone who believes. Right? Christ is the completion of the law. And so the law has not ended, but has been brought to its completion through Jesus Christ. And while we are no, no longer slaves to the law, it is still beneficial and asked by God that we follow and practice the ways of the Bible, right? We are not slaves to the law, but we are asked, right? It is not uh, some mercilessly strict covenant. It is a covenant of love, right? But God is saying, hey, uh, practicing things like thou shalt not steal, yeah, that's good for your life. It's going to be beneficial to your life, right? So, uh Understanding, right, uh, ending the law involves, uh, it's not, it's damaging to people's lives, right? They think, oh, uh, thou shalt not steal is out. Or they think, uh, right, the, uh, the summary of, a summary of the fourth commandment is uh, possess a, a sincere work ethic, right? Work hard enough to get your dreams, go in the right direction, right? Uh, and so saying, hey, we've ended the law, it, it will damage, uh, it's an inaccurate transverse, translation of the Bible. And therefore, when the Bible is pointing towards uh, good happiness and joy and leading people to uh, their dreams as God intended it to be, inaccurate translations of the Bible will damage people's lives and uh, lead them away from God, right? So God wants us to get right, our dreams, right, so understanding, right, God is a God of love, right, but it is not some merciless work ethic, uh, right, it is a proper balance in finding, uh, keeping, well, finding that proper balance and keeping love as the most important part of our holy covenant with God. So in conclusion, I want to state that 55% of all churches in the world use the King James Bible. There are, again, over 5 billion copies sold, which is roughly 65% of the entire world's population. So I like to think that I'm doing some good when I'm staying up late and working. Uh, it is 2.30 a.m. now, uh, working hard to root out these poorly translated verses found with, within not just the 5 billion copies of the King James Version, but many other versions of the Bible that uh, will be 
potentially damaging to the lives of these billions of readers, right, who love God in their hearts, who say, this is, who read uh, the translations and say, hey, this is biblically accurate. I'm going to live my life by this because I love God, only to find out that they are grossly mistranslated verses. And so teaching these to, to kids, right, it's, it's really not going to be beneficial to their lives, right? Uh, as the kids go on believing that, again, these poorly translated verses are biblical truth, right? And so uh, that is what led me to uh, begin publishing and accurately translating the Bible and rooting these verses out. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in, guys. I hope you guys are enjoying this stream. Blessings on you all. Thanks for watching.